You're listening to Hound Pound Sports Talk with your hosts David Wiederhaft and Luke Donovan. Hello and welcome back to Hound Pound Sports Talk here on 91.3 WHJE. I'm your host, David Wiederhaft. Alongside me, is, alongside me, as always, my good friend, my partner, Luke Donovan. Luke, it's been a little while since we had our last show. How are you today? I'm doing great. I mean, certainly a lot has happened for the boys' basketball season. They're through the sectionals. They were able to get their eighth in a row sectional championship. Six. 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 So, I mean, great job for them, and they'll play in the regionals this Saturday at Logansport. Yeah, you mentioned the boys' basketball team, the, pretty much the main Carmel sport going on right now, the main coverage going with that sport in sectional playoffs, like you just mentioned. Really ramping up. We were on the call for their game versus HSC last Tuesday where they won by seven. And then that Noblesville game, Jackson Jansen, the senior, hitting the buzzer beater to send the Greyhounds to the sectional final. Luke, me and you were actually in New York uh, at the IBS uh, Awards Conference at a Knicks game. Um, Knicks getting blown out. Not, 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 <laughs> a, a, not a huge surprise. Yeah. But we, we had the game on, on our phone and we saw the, the shot live. And what a shot for Jackson Jansen. I mean, the senior coming in. You know, not getting the most playing time through his first three years, but making a huge impact on this team in his senior year and getting it done when they needed him the most. Yeah, and I mean, certainly didn't have the best game if you were looking at the overall game against Noblesville, but counted when it mattered, pulled up from the elbow, able to knock it down, give the team the win, and that was just a huge emotional win. You could really feel the team rally around together. That was a big shot against a, a really good team in Noblesville that they lost to in double overtime earlier in the season. No, they beat Noblesville. They beat them? I yeah. thought they lost in double overtime. Uh-huh. Okay, they, they beat, beat them in double overtime. Yeah. One of the two. So they were able to beat them again, and, and that was just a huge one. They really ra- rallied around as a team, and they were able to focus that energy on against Westfield, and they were able to get a handily win there and win the sectional chip. And I think I think a big thing, uh, you look at it, Jackson Jansen actually missed a free throw. To, I, I think it was either to tie or go ahead um, earlier within like the same minute so you know still was it was a close game not a lot of time left missed a free throw to um you know cut it to a a one-point lead or tie the game and you know he still responded it was all about the response and you know the guy he got the ball in his hands called his own number if you will and decided to take the shot for himself so kudos to Jackson Jensen for that shot kind of saving Carmel's season and then Luke their game against Westfield 54 to 40 54 to 41 win over the Shamrocks once again just implementing that dominant style defense yeah I mean certainly both times against Westfield they were able to stop Braden Smith a really good three-point shooter on Westfield and he was he was pretty much a non-factor in the two meetings they were able to keep him on track and once you can do that Westfield's offense just a little too slow to keep up with Carmel's and it was a defensive game overall but Brian Waddell was able to really push Carmel through yeah Brian Waddell 26 points in that outing really getting a lot of attention statewide now didn't get you know a lot of looks early on in the year then he injured his foot missed five games and now but I mean the playoffs and especially this whole second half of the year Brian Waddell has really been kind of the x-factor for this Carmel team he scored 20 points again oh 20 points or over like three or four times this year four so times yeah. yeah so he's really been a huge factor for this offense and we just saw he was named to the all mick team him and peter Suter, uh both named to the all mick team just i think two days ago it was so brian waddell really coming along and progressing nicely for this hounds team yeah i mean he has been able to elevate the entire offense and really amp up the pressure because from the beginning of the season when they were a young team they were Really good defensively. Offensively, it was kind of the Pete Suter show, trying to you know fight for every single bucket. Brian Waddell kind of adds another dimension and makes it much easier for the Greyhounds to operate. And now looking at their regional matchups, 
taking on New Haven in the first round. The New Haven Bulldogs, seventeen and eight on the year, uh, pr- pretty pretty good record. You know, they're outside of Fort Wayne, so they play a lot of those regional teams like Fort Wayne Carroll and all all, the, all those teams. And then looking at the other side, we got Fort Wayne Snyder and Marion. Marion, a team that's fourteen and eleven, uh, so not the strongest season from them. A little bit of of a surprise pick there with the Greyhounds taking on New Haven, and you know it was a pretty emotional sectional round. So you got to imagine Ryan Osborne has the guys geared up, you know, kind of locked back in for this regional round. Yeah, and you want to make sure that you're always ready because all of these games are going to be really close. They're going to be really competitive, and that's what we saw with Marion. They're fourteen eleven, but they're hot right now. They're able to win the close games down the stretch, and that's all you need to be able to do. And whichever of the four teams can do that the best is going to be able to win the regional. And later on in the show, we'll have Greyhounds varsity basketball player Bryce Beery joining us to discuss the sectional matchups, the season, and the upcoming matchups. But Luke, let's talk about Bryce Beery a little bit so far this year. Hasn't been asked to score for the Greyhounds, but he's done a lot of other stuff really well, like rebounding and defense. Yeah, I mean, certainly if you look at him defensively, he's so versatile. He can guard pretty much anybody. I mean, in the, against HSC alone, the two times they've played, he's guard seven foot two Mavor Majak yeah. down low in the paint, but he also can guard one of the best guards, Cole Hornbuckle, who's only standing at six one. So from a six four power forward type mm-hmm. player in Bryce Beery, he has he has a lot of value defensively. He can guard just about anybody on the court. All right, now we'll take just a quick break. Keep it tuned here to ninety one point three WHJ for more Carmel Sports coverage. Does it matter? Welcome back to Hound Pound Sports Talk here on 91.3 WHJE. I'm your host, David Wiederhaft. Alongside me, Luke Donovan, and we're joined by a very special guest, Greyhounds varsity basketball player Bryce Beery. Bryce, how are you today? Doing good. How are you guys? Doing well. Luke, you got our first question for us? Uh, so we know you guys were able to get your sixth straight sectional championship. What was your overall opinions on the sectional as you beat HSE, Noblesville, and then Westfield? Um, all the all three games were really tough games. I mean, playing in that sectional, it's the second best sectional uh, overall in the state. But I mean, any team can get out of it. I was so happy with all the guys and just keep winning and survive in advance. Yeah, and looking at that Noblesville game in particular, Jackson Jansen, the senior, stepping up, hitting that buzzer-beating shot. What was kind of your reaction like? What was running through your head as he let that shot go? Uh, I knew he was going to make it. He's he's clutch. He really is. And, I mean, when you're a senior, you got to step up and just hit big shots for your team. And he didn't want to go home, so he stepped up. And for moving on into the Westfield game, what was the key to refocus after such an emotional win against Noblesville? Well, I mean, we had to come back to our senses after that game. Um, tight game. No, we didn't play our best, but... Westfield was a tough team, so we had to rebound back, and we came out with toughness and just beat beat them. And looking at your role on the team, you haven't been asked to score a lot this year, but you've rebounded well, you've played very well defense, so how would you kind of describe your role on this team and what you bring? Um, I think I'm a team player, uh, role player, obviously, but I mean, everyone on the team has specific roles that they need to follow in order for us to win championships, so... Um, I think one of my roles as rebounding and defensively, um, I'm pretty good at it. So I uh, just want to help the team out at the end of it. Yeah, and so from talking to other players on the team, it seems like you've stepped up as one of the leaders on this team. So how is it being one of the guys that your teammates look up to? 